Hello, and welcome to Miss Genealogy, the podcast, where my number one goal is to get you fired up about family history. Times have changed, and family history isn't just for your grandma. You can sneak it into your everyday life, and the blessings far outweigh any sacrifice, I promise. This podcast is all about connecting to your family, both past and present, and I am so glad that you're here. Hello, and welcome to the Miss Genealogy podcast. Today, I have Carolyn Reynolds, and I am so excited to talk to Carolyn today and have her share her her story with you guys because it is a great one. So, Carolyn, thank you so much for being here today. You're welcome. I'm excited to be here. This is fun. Yeah, so I'd love to start out by having you just kind of tell us a little bit about yourself and... Yeah, what it is that you do. So sure. Um. So I'm Carolyn. I have been. I I don't know where to begin with my story, but I've been a graphic designer for um about 15 years now, and okay. um I have I've always had a big passion for graphic design, and later on I can talk about why that led into my genealogy. But um now I own a company. It's uh, called Branches. And the website's branchesart.com. And it, I do family trees for people. And I just really enjoy it because it really brings people closer to their families by displaying them in their homes. And so that's kind of who I am and what I do now. I'm married to a wonderful husband. And we've been married for 12 years. And we have five children under the age of nine. And so we're really busy. <laughs> And they're the love of my life, and they're so fun. And um, yeah, that's basically it. Awesome. Thank you so much for sharing that. And I think I, I love to just kind of get a little glimpse at, you know, people's lives and how they make it work. And I especially love that you talked about your love for graphic design and how it plays a role in family history. And I think that's one thing that I'm learning from all of these inter- these interviews that I do is that we really can use the talents that we've been given and our the interests and passions that we already have and turn it into family history and make it work for us. So I'm excited to hear more about your story, but I just wanted to point that out, that there's so many different ways we can incorporate family history into our lives. So I think that's really exciting. Yeah. Okay, so let's hear about how you got started into family history. Sure. So my story kind of starts, gosh, it's probably six, seven years ago. Um, I, my husband, um, we were going to the same ward as my parents and he wanted to join up, sign up for this genealogy class at church. And I just honestly thought it was an excuse to get out of going to gospel doctrine with my family (laughs) and have to sit with my parents and you know, and so I was kind of like, oh, I just don't really want to do this. And I, at the time, I thought genealogy just was for old people. And it was just something that I was not even remotely interested in. Like, <laughs> so anyway, he ended up dragging me to the class. And um, I enjoyed the class at first, but I didn't really get into it until we were sent home with an assignment. And we were just asked to go on to family search and to spend some time um, getting to know our tree. And and she had showed us how to find names for the temple, but um, that wasn't particularly the assignment. I was just supposed to explore the tree and see what I found. And so I got on and I went home and 
started exploring my tree and started realizing that, you know, it was pretty cool, but my tree did go back to like the 1700s in all directions. And so I thought I was proving her wrong by going like, there's nothing here for me yeah. to do. <laughs> so at this point, I'm here and I, I'm doing my assignment, but it's still pointless. And so anyway, I looked, I started kind of getting into some descendancy areas without even realizing I was just kind of clicking around. And I found one of those little green temples and I got kind of excited about it and I clicked on it and was thinking about doing um, that. Maybe I could do some temple work and I don't know if all of your listeners are familiar with temple work, but um, it's just something that we do for the LDS church. And um, we take these family names to the temple to do work for them. And I just thought, wow, I found something. How, you know, and it just got my heart racing and got me excited about it. And then come to find out when I did the duplicate names, it wasn't really something that <laughs> that needed work done. And so I was kind of disappointed, uh-huh. but it turned into this spark that made me like, I don't know, the kind of figuring out side of me. I'm kind of like have this I don't know how to do something. I like to figure out how to do it. And so I was determined that I was going to figure it out. And so I stayed up almost all night that night. And I found a whole family of descendants that needed their work done. And it was like, you couldn't stop me after that. Like I did genealogy and <laughs> all of my spare time after that for years. <laughs> so that's kind of how I started. Um, and I don't know, where do you want me to go from here? But I know that's so great. And I love that your husband is the one who dragged you to class at first because <laughs> that, that's kind of the opposite story of me and my husband. He's still in the process of being converted to family history. <laughs> <laughs> so I would drag him to family history class. He never quite caught the bug, but I love that your husband is the one who was initially the one to pull you over. So that's great. Did he, did he catch the, do you know, the spot? You know, he honestly didn't catch it the same way I did. I don't, so he's always been interested in it because his dad actually does a ton of genealogy work. And so he has like a history in his home of um, always being exposed to it. So I don't think it was as exciting to him as it was to me, but he's always kind of, had a small role in it on a more regular basis, but I kind of just took that a little far after that. I spend a lot of time doing it now that, yeah. you know, I, I just loved it so much. So That's so great. So in all of your research that you've done over the last few years, you said it's been about five to six years that you've really gotten into it. Is that right? Uh-huh. So have you had any specific, like, do you feel really drawn to specific ancestors or lines in your tree or do you just yeah I mean obviously we love everyone in our family yes yes we love everybody in our family but yes I do have a particular line and a particular ancestor too that I'm um, most interested in so I was named after um, my grandmother um Carolyn okay and she she died when my dad was on a mission, so she, I've never met her before. Mm-hmm. And somebody that, when she died, it was definitely a rough thing for my dad, and he never really had a lot of closure with it because he wasn't 
home from his mission and they didn't even bring him home for the burial or anything. And so it was just a really difficult thing for him. And he was very close to his mother. And so um, for years and years and years, he never talked about her. And it's not that he didn't love her. I think it was just painful for him to talk about her. And so I didn't know a whole lot about her other than the little bits I got here and there about her. And um, so I, that one of the things when I first started getting into it was definitely wanting to explore her um, stories. And I think she's pers- the person that I've felt most personally connected to. And I've had some special experiences by just really um, learning more about her and finding out that we're very similar people. And we had a lot of similar experiences in our lives. And I feel like a lot of my prayers have been answered through her stories. And so I feel very connected to her. Um, And then the other thing is when I started uh, getting into family history is I went to my grandfather. So her husband, I went to him, he's still living. And, um, I got a lot of information from him and it turns out he had this book that it, that he got from um, a family just passing through the community. And the book is about, he, it's um, a genealogy and family history uh, book of this small community in Germany and his mother uh, is German and she's from this community, her ancestries from this community. Okay. And so by some miraculous coincidence, he ended up finding this book and he copied it. Um, it's like a 200 page book and he copied it on a copier and gave it back to the owners. And he gave me that copy of that book. And he said he had, he had been working on it for a long time. And I think the miracle with this situation was, is I, I knew my grandfather had spent so much time doing research in the family and he had obviously done a lot, a lot on our direct line. Um, but this book that he gave me, uh, within just the first year of me working on it, I found over 300 names of descendants from her family line, just from this book. And so this idea that you know, that your grandparents, even if they're knees deep or shoulders deep in ancestry work, everybody needs help. <laughs> and there was so much work that he couldn't finish on his own. And now he's too old to do it on his own. And so it really was a blessing that that I got interested in it when I did, because it may not have even been realized by anyone else in the family that all this work could be done. Mm-hmm. That is such an incredible story. And I love to see, looking back, you know, just seeing all the pieces of just the fact that your grandpa got the book and then that you got into family history and he happened to give it to you. I mean, there's so many little tender mercies in all of that, but mm-hmm. I think it's just so amazing. And <clears throat> something that I know a lot of my listeners and a lot of people I talk to, they have a very similar story to yours where they say, I logged into family search and everything's been done. There's nothing else for me to do. (laughs) Yeah. And there, yeah, you think there's nothing, but (laughs) there's a lot. (laughs) Yeah. And so I'm pretty sure I've said this before, but I think it's just so hard for our minds to comprehend just how many people actually are connected to us in our families. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We think about it in terms of like, 
you know, you've got your grandparents and your great grandparents and all of that seems pretty manageable. But then when you get back, just even a couple generations, you realize that all of those people have hundreds of people under them that aren't, you know, directly related to you, which is basically what descendancy research is. But I just think it's so... Well, and many of them didn't even have children and passed away before, you know, they don't have grandchildren to look them up and to right. do their work. And so I think it's so important to research them. And, and I'm learning now that I've done a lot, a lot of the name research, because that was what was so exciting for me at first, mm-hmm. is now I really have this goal to take people, this whole community of people that I've grown so close to because I've done their names and taken their names to the temple, but I know nothing about them and their stories. And so now I have this huge desire to learn more about these people and who they actually were and what their lives were like, because there's nothing in that book about their lives. (laughs) It's just names. Right. And I think the stories, at least for me, are really what bring people alive in my mind, you know, because then it's not just a name. And so, so yeah, I love that. And I think that I also loved when you talked about your grandma and how you never have met her, but you feel so deeply connected to her. And I think a lot of that is because you have read her stories and you know a lot more about her life than you did before you ever got into family history. Absolutely. And even if the stories didn't come from my father because he wasn't ready to share them with me at the time, uh-huh. um, I still am able to, it's like I have a personal connection to her from just the things that um, I've learned about her. And the, and the miracle of learning more about her is that it kind of did open the communication between me and my dad about my grandmother, because before I just didn't really think to ask him questions Mm -hmm. and talk to him about it. But as I got to know her more, I could say, Oh, you know, do you remember this about your mom? And then he would expound on it and give me more. And I feel like it's been a little bit of a healing thing for him. And, And it's been fun to be able to talk to him more about her and, I know how much she meant to him. And I think it means a lot to him that I have that, that deep connection with her that, you know, he named me after her for a reason. And I think that yeah, it was meant to be that way. <laughs> yes, exactly. I know. I love, I just love hearing people's stories and yours is no exception. I think it's so amazing. And I just, yeah, I love that, you know, a lot of times people think of, Family history is just, you know, you're dealing with dead people and just names and dates and really boring things. But your story, for example, is, you know, talking, you've talked about how you feel connected to your grandma who you've never met in this life. And it's also healed the relationship, not that you had a bad relationship with your dad, but just him being able to, you know, come to terms with everything that happened in his life and and so I think that it, this is true for a lot of people where family history can heal, you know, living relationships and strengthen relationships with people that are currently living, which is also a really awesome aspect of family history. So, yes, absolutely. There's just so many great things. And I love that you shared all that. So thank you so much. You're welcome. You've kind of already touched on this a little bit, but how has family history blessed your life? Oh, in so many ways. <laughs> it's hard to even 
again because I I think back to the years before I did family history and I didn't really know I was missing out on anything. Like, you know, you just don't think you're missing out on blessings. But then when you start doing the work, you see the blessings just pour out in your life in different ways. Um, I think one of the most the initial blessing that came from family history is so that, you know, when I found that book from my grandfather, I just the scope of names that I was finding. Um, and I'm still going through a lot of them, but taking those names to the temple, I've been trying my best to either give them to family members or to take them myself. And it's been such a wonderful experience to be able to attend the temple that much and also to be attending the temple for people that, I'm connected to in a way. So that's something that's really enriched my life a lot. Yeah. Um, and then, like I said earlier, I feel like um, my grandmother, I feel like she's answered a lot of my prayers because um, there's been times I've gone through really difficult things and I just sit down to read one of her stories. And when I do, I read an experience that was so similar to my own experience that it's, been my answer to prayer. It's been my, like, in a way, I feel like she's telling me something that I need to do. And I, and I, I never had that before. I never had that feeling of someone on the other side helping me with me and my life, you know, and that's been a huge blessing. Yeah. Um, and then obviously another big blessing is just my, my work now that I do. And, um, without genealogy and family history work, uh, I wouldn't be able to do the work that I love and stay home with my kids and work. You know, all of it is what I love and being able to do it all at the same time, <laughs> you know, for work and for and to be home with my children is such a blessing in my life. When I did start getting really involved in family history and I was spending all that time, um, at the time I did do blog design. That was kind of what my career was at the time. And so I would design blogs for other people. And then I did have my own blog too. Um, and I was thinking about all, I was thinking about all the blessings and all the joys that I got from genealogy. And I thought, you know, I really do want to start a blog. This would be really fun. And just hopefully share the spirit of family history with other people. So I started my blog and it didn't go too far, but as I was doing the blog, I was thinking of um, images I'd want to go with my blog. And I was thinking about, oh, well, what if there was a really pretty way to display my tree and I was want to do that for my house? And so I designed the tree that um, is kind of my signature tree on our, on our, uh, for our business. And I decided to put it on Etsy because I liked how it turned out so well. Mm -hmm. I put it on Etsy, I think, in like July or August of, I don't know, four years ago, whatever that was, 2012, something like that. And when I put it up that fall, um, I was so busy with orders for Christmas that my husband ended up quitting his job because he has a degree in graphic design as well. Okay. So he ended up quitting his job and we worked through the Christmas season and, 
I mean, it was the craziest year of my life, but it was wonderful. And that was the first time I realized that I could maybe even make a business out of this. And um, we could support our family possibly with this. And, and Matt and I had always had a dream to work together. So it was just kind of exciting. Um, over the years, he's worked several part-time jobs and I've you know, always done branches and it's just built upon itself every year. And it's, it's just a fun, neat way to, I love it. And I love, I love selling my trees because it's just, I love that people hang it in their homes and then it becomes a conversation piece. It's a piece that, that people can remember those people and see them in a visual way. Um, even if they're just names, because so many times you find ancestors and you don't have pictures of them and you don't have a way to, to look at them. But I feel like my kids are a way for people to remember and to talk about those people. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's so great. I think it's so inspiring to hear your story and to see that you guys have turned this small little idea that you had into this great business. So that is just a great story. And I love that you and your husband are doing it together. Just like how he pulled you to family history class all those years ago. Exactly. <laughs> so it's all his fault, but <laughs> I should tell him that next time he complains about working or something. <laughs> so I'd love to hear really quick how you, you said you have five kids under the age of nine. And I'd love to hear how you fit family history into your busy life? What are your, what are some of your tips that you have for people who might feel like they don't have any time to do it? So my number one tip, and um, I'm going to start blogging about blogging again. So I'm going to talk a lot about this on my blog. Okay. But um, my number one tip is that I keep all of my family history to Sunday. And I don't think this is a rule for everybody, because everybody has a different season and a different life and different, you know, a lot of women have time while their kids are at school. But for me in my life right now, if I allow my personal family history time to bleed into the week, <laughs> I don't get anything else done. <laughs> so, so I limit myself to Sundays. And when I say limit, it's, it's not really limiting because what happens is every week I got so excited for Sunday and I get home from church, I whip out my laptop and my binders and everything. And it's just this thing that I look forward to every week. And, and I have no guilt when I spend six, eight hours on it on Sunday um, because it's not, it's not competing with anything else in my life other than, you know, anything else I'd be doing on Sunday, but but that's basically how I fit it in is I just keep it to Sundays. Okay. I love that. I think that's totally doable too. Whether someone has 10 minutes on Sunday or six hours, like you mentioned, sometimes you end up spending. I think that. Well, and I, I should clarify that when I say family history only on Sunday, I mean the family history research because I do family history every day in a way. And I think all of us do. I Instagram, I take pictures of my kids. I, you know, I write in my journal occasionally. And, and there's a lot of things I think that people don't realize we're always doing that's family history related. Right. But as far as the research part goes, the part that I am kind of addicted to. Uh -huh. that stuff. <laughs> okay, yeah, that's awesome. And I think that's such a great place for people to start because most of us have pretty 
you know, Sunday is the day of rest. And I feel like for the most part, I mean, it can get crazy sometimes with meetings and church and, you know, restless kids or whatever. But I think that there's also ways you could include your kids in on the family history aspect as well and get them excited about doing family history on Sunday too. So, So, yeah, that's great. Yeah, my, my daughter who's nine, she let she just uh, this last year learned how to index, and so she'll see me pull out my family history and she'll get on the other computer and start indexing, and that's something that I can tell that my kids are interested because of my interest. I mean, I could be better though at finding ways to include them, but <laughs> they go and run and grab papers off the printer for me a lot because I print a lot. And things like that. That's awesome. Well, so cool. Thank you, Carolyn, again for coming on to the show. Is there anything else you'd like to say before I let you go today? You know, I don't think so. Just I'm grateful that you had me on. It was really fun. And sometimes I guess talking so much about my business, it was really fun to be able to talk about the reasons why I love family history so much. It's it's about the people and it's about the the work and the blessings and, and I love being able to talk about that. So thank you for the opportunity. Yeah, you're welcome. I know it's always, every time I have an interview, I'm always left feeling rejuvenated and feeling like, okay, this is such a worthwhile project and thing to do. And yeah, I just love being reminded as well. So thank you for sharing your stories because they were very inspiring. So I will make sure to link up your blog since you said you're going to start blogging again. So I'm sure you're going to have lots of great content and ideas there. And then I'll also link to your branches shop so any of my listeners can check you out and see your beautiful trees that you have created, your trees. So, all right. Thank you so much. Thanks, Carolyn. We'll talk to you later. You guys, thanks so much for being here. It means the world to me to be able to share my passion for family history with all of you. If you haven't done so yet, feel free to leave me a review on iTunes. You can also find me on Instagram and Facebook at Miss Genealogy. If you want to shoot me an email, you can do that at missgenealogy.jessie, J-E-S-S-I-E, at gmail.com. I'd love to hear how you are getting fired up about family history work. See you next week.